Hi, you guys. Welcome to the very first episode of She's Kind of Funny. My name is Lauren, and I figured because it's the first episode, we should start with a little introduction. I am 5'8". I have never been arrested. This is really hard, guys. I think one of the worst things is when people ask you to share a fun fact about yourself or to give an introduction like I'm trying to do now. When I was in college, they asked us each to go around and say a fun fact about ourselves, and I just stood up and told everyone I hated physical activity. Like, it is hard for me to come up with (laughs) fun facts about myself. I'll tell you about my family. So I grew up in a pretty small town in Mississippi, and that town alone could be a full season. I will definitely have episodes about that. I grew up with three brothers, so the house was always loud and chaotic, and we usually just communicate in movie quotes. Family was really close growing up. Next, I am married, so do not try to hit me up. I am married. My husband's name is John, and he is a surgical resident, which is basically, if you've seen Grey's Anatomy, it's not realistic, but that's what he's doing. Like, he's he's learning to be a surgeon, and I can't stand it because it means he's gone all the time, but he loves it. He loves operating, so I support that. I love that he loves what he's doing. I hate that I don't ever see him, uh, but he's just the best. Love him. Moving on, we have two boys. Ugh, now I know I should have waited for episode three to tell you I have kids because most people write off people with children. They're like, they don't have any good stories. They're not fun. The fact that I have kids is not what makes me not fun. It's just that's part of my personality. I have good stories. I have good experiences. Like, for instance, this morning I got punched in the face by my two-year-old before 9 a.m. So how many of your friends, your single friends or kidless friends can say they got punched in the face that early in the morning? Not many. I'm very much a homebody. I've always been like that. At one point we were living on base and I was playing at a friend's house and we lived across the street from each other. So playing at this friend's house been there maybe 30 minutes I'm not quite sure and I just was done I was just like you know (laughs) in my head this is all in my head like I want to go home I'm over this so I told my friend I'm like hey listen I have to go to the bathroom or something like that (laughs) I, I lied to her face and said I had to I don't know I don't know what I said but then I just left I disappeared So she, who knows how long, I don't remember how long I was at my house until I hear a knock on the door. My mom answers and the girl's like, hey, is Lauren there? And my mom's, I don't know if she realized I was home at that point. I know she checked in the room. She was probably like, your friend's here. Do you want to play? I'm like, nah, (laughs) nah, I'm done with that. So my poor mom has to go back and tell this girl, sorry, Lauren's done playing for the day. Oh, so I've always been a homebody. I just want to be in bed like at 8 p.m. watching TV on my adjustable bed. Yes, we have an adjustable bed. We are 80 years old. It was such a good purchase. (laughs) A few more fun facts. I'm trying to think, guys. I really love candy. I really love sweets and donuts. But I also, I love going out to eat like Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. I love McDonald's. 
I do. And I think people who say they hate McDonald's think they're better than us. And by us, I mean the people that like McDonald's. So shame on you. I love Sonic mozzarella sticks. Like a strawberry cherry limeade from Sonic is also gold. I'm a cosmetologist. I do hair as well. I run a small Etsy shop. I sell art on there. So I just like to do a bunch of random things. I got to design a tattoo recently, which was so cool. I love Halloween. Halloween is one of the best times of the year. Um, but it's not Halloween. I'm really excited for spring because I hate winter. I hate it. It just snowed here and I hate it. Getting my kids ready to go play in the snow for like 15 minutes is I'm pretty sure what hell will be like. Like you just have endless clothing and layers on layers. You're just like, all right, dress the small child. And they're screaming and they're writhing around and you're like, okay, let me hurry up and do this before I lose. That's it. So on to why we are here. I asked you guys on my Instagram what your worst breakup stories were and you guys pulled through. I really appreciate it. Thank you for all who answered. But I feel like also I need to say a little bit about my breakup, like a like a little taste of my breakup history because it wouldn't be fair if I just read your stories. So I had to think. I really don't have anything too crazy. I have the classic, oh, he dumped me over text. And um, actually, I was thinking about it. My senior year boyfriend, when we graduated, we were both going off to different colleges. I was like going across the country. We said goodbye, but we never had like a breakup conversation. So are, are we still together? Is that how it works? Is there like, if you haven't seen each other within this time frame, you're not together anymore? I hope so, because that would be really weird. That'd be really weird, and I feel like I need to talk to my husband now. And maybe I should tell the boyfriend that I'm pregnant, which, oh, I didn't tell you guys that. Sorry, I'm pregnant. Um, I'm actually doing a couple months. I should say that. That is something about me. So, let's see, breakup story. My most entertaining, I think, I'm racking my brain, guys. My most entertaining was, I get out to college. I meet this guy. We go on a date. And immediately, I'm like, that was a cool date let's not see each other again. And he's like, no, no, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know why I agreed to date him. I did not want to, but I did. And clearly, because after a week, I ended up breaking up with him. So I break up with him. And then maybe like that day or a few days later, I don't know. I'm in the dorms, the dorms. Oh, wow. That takes you back. The dorms. So we're in the dorms with my friends and he keeps calling me on my Blackberry. Rest in peace, Blackberry. I miss that phone. So I'm getting a phone call from him. He's calling me and calling me and calling me. My friends are like, let me answer. So they answer. I'm like, okay, this is is weird. So he's like, just come down here. Like, I need to talk to Lauren. And they're like, why? And he says, just, okay, just, just come down here. So for some reason, they go down there with my phone. No, with my phone on speakerphone, but they had called their phone so they left their phone with me took my phone so it's like this spy kids edition of like a breakup and they end up talking with him and that's when he was like well lauren wears too much eye makeup and she needs to work on her posture which he's not wrong he's not wrong but it's still weird to hear especially when you dump someone and that's my weirdest story 
All right. So on to y'all's stories, which are much more entertaining. I will read these. I will not mention anyone by their actual name. I've changed them all. Unless you want me to. If you want me to tag someone, oh, I will. I will tag them and say, this is about you because you are rude and your behavior is shameful. All right. The first one, she says, I was dating a boy and he left on a church mission at age 18 or 19. We'll call him Oliver. He gave me a promise ring. We wanted to get married. While he was gone, I sent him a note letting him know I was with somebody else. And it was over. He got home. We ended up hooking back up. And we dated long distance for about eight months. We talked about marriage. And I ended up going back out to BYU-Idaho because he was going out there. And we wanted to be together because we were talking about getting married. I went out to school one month ahead of him and met my husband. When Oliver arrived, I dumped him two days later. Again. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy is right. He's clearly infatuated with you to get back together. But, oh man, to be dumped twice, that's rough. And especially when you're like, nah, I met the guy I want to marry. It's not you, buddy. It's not you. It's fine. You met your husband, and I'm sure he's out there thriving. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's gotten over it. It's all good. All right. My ex broke up with me the day after Christmas because basically Christmas Day, he didn't want to talk to me because he was too busy listening to the new Playboy Cardi album and preferred to do that over talking to me on Christmas. Then he felt like a shitty boyfriend. So instead of doing better, he just broke up with me. Mmm, <laughs> what a winner. This one just screams, I don't know how to work through my feelings and be an adult. He says, her father made her break up with me because I was Mormon and she was Baptist. Oh, this feels like a Romeo and Juliet situation, but Papa Capulet's like, nope, not having it. Like, not even letting them start their relationship because of the differences. And that's sad. He was saying, too, he was in high school. Oh, guys, high school is rough. So let's just add relationship issues and then religion, separation. That's sad. That one's sad. Okay, next. I dated a guy up until he left for his mission just because he was convenient and took me out to eat. I realized I didn't like him after about two dates, but he was my neighbor and my parents liked him. So I just dated him until he left so I didn't have to dump him. But the day before he left, he asked me if I'd write him. And I said, uh, probably not. <laughs> Skirt! This was like, uh, uh, <laughs> ouch. This hurts me, um, as I'm sure it hurt him. But I'm sure he didn't know, though, that he was just convenient because of the food. Like, I'm sure she didn't hate him. Because if she had hated him, she wouldn't even go out with him for the food. But free food, that's really hard to pass up. Okay, next. She says, I'm very sad I don't have a breakup story that's really retellable. They're just sad. The only good story I have that is remotely interesting is when I broke up with my now husband, James. He dated another girl in that time and things ended horribly with them. And her sister's boyfriend threatened to beat the crap out of James. Then James and I got back together and I found out about this. So when I saw her at James's sister's wedding, I saw her phone unattended and broke the screen. We then later found out that it used to be her phone, but she gifted it to her mom when she got a new one. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I hope y'all followed. She broke her mom's phone. <laughs> that one's so good. 
This one I have to preface is a little racy. So if you have kids in the car, obviously I will change some words up. But, or if, you know, your parents are there or if you're my mom, I will change the words because it gets a little weird. She says, I don't know if this is podcast appropriate, but I was dating this guy when we were at Paul Mitchell and it was pretty new and we'd only been dating a month or so. So we go hot tubbing and I wear a bikini and then when we're finished, we go back to my apartment and he gave me this huge lecture about how wearing a bikini was inappropriate and how he wasn't sure he wanted to keep seeing me if I thought making choices like that were okay. Obvious red flag. Fast forward 20 minutes. <laughs> we're making out and he wants me to give him a blank. He basically wanted her to do him a favor. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm okay. No, thank you. And he's not happy about getting shut down and gets real pissed and breaks up with me. Sir. Oh, so many things to say. One, that has nothing to do with him. I don't know what is this guy's deal is. That makes me so mad when people go on lectures about, you're choosing to wear that and that's affecting my thoughts. No, it's not. You are affecting your thoughts. If you feel some type of way, you need to work on that, sir. It has nothing to do with this young lady standing right in front of you. So that is so, so frustrating. So moving on to questioning the choices she makes. You just started going out. You're not married. No, absolutely not. But then I love how it escalates. Like they start making out. That's just it's like somehow they got over that conversation. And then he asks for that specific favor and she says no because she has the right to say no and he dumps her. I feel like he was probably breastfed until he was 17 years old because he sounds like a child and I'm glad they are not together because that would have been one doozy of a relationship. All right, let's move on. One time I was dating this guy in college and it was great. Like watch episodes of New Girl every week, great. One day he asked me to play hooky from class and we drove up a snowy canyon and take pictures of trees and look for moose. <laughs> I love that, moose. We had a great time, but as we were leaving, his car got stuck. It took all day for us to get home and by the end he was extremely frustrated. The next day he picked me up and asked me if he could talk. He thanked me for my kindness during the canyon fiasco and that I was a good thing in his life over the past few months of his dating, but that he was going through something rough and didn't know where it would lead. He told me he just wanted to say thank you and for me not to forget him. Oh, that's sweet. I have not heard from him since and no one else in Ephraim, which is this college town, knew what happened. So essentially he ghosted me and the entire town uh, how did, how does that happen? I feel like we should send out a search party for this child, for this young man, because how do you, you can ghost a person? How do you ghost a town? That's insane. She also added, he did Venmo someone like a year ago or someone Venmoed him. So he is alive. We know that, but I feel like this needs to be an investigation. We need to figure out what happened. Okay. Next she, she said, Oh, okay. Preface on this one. This one gets a little scary intense I don't know so just I I don't want to say trigger warning but I will just in case I don't know what the rules on podcasts are you guys I'm just getting started okay so it says worst breakup story I don't know if it's the worst for me because it was pretty funny for me but terrible for the guy so I was dating this guy for maybe seven months or so and he was a jerk 
super rude and treated me like absolute trash. Should have dumped him sooner, but what are you going to do? We were in Walmart getting peanut butter for my mom. We met there, so we rode separately. We were checking out and he said something along the lines of, you're effing stupid. So I didn't say a word. I just walked out, got in my car, and drove off. I called my best friend at the time because he was following me in his truck to my house and I wanted someone to be there in case he got physical. He chases me down the highway, calling me, honking the horn, trying to get anything to get my attention. I keep driving and pull into my parents' driveway. He gets out of his truck and runs up to my car. I don't get out until my friend gets there. Once she gets there, I get out and he has me blocked between my car door and him so I cannot leave. So at this point, I'm getting scared and I'm trying to tell him I was done. Then he starts crying like a toddler, throwing a huge tantrum, grabbing his hair, going, no, 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 please, no. And then he gets on his hands and knees and grabs my arms and begs me to not leave him. Then I stop being scared and I start laughing at him like uncontrollable laughter because he looks like an idiot. He's crying going, stop laughing at me, but I obviously can't. So I'm like, okay, fine. I won't leave you. And he made me promise so many times that I would stay with him. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, I promise. So he leaves. My friend comes up to me. He's like, what just happened? And I said, I'm about to make his life hell. And I did for another week. Then I dumped him. I stayed with him to make him miserable. He left me so many voicemails at night crying and begging me to not leave him. I let all my friends listen. Oh, sweet goodness. This one is terrifying. It starts off terrifying. You're like, what kind of jerk says that to you? Good for you for leaving. That is awful. Good for you for calling your friend because this man obviously has issues. Sounds very manic. And then the sobbing and the, the hyperventilate. It's, it's a whole it's a whole that's a story that is the worst breakup story she says broke up with a guy i met in college right before serving an lds mission i thought it went well and we understood we were just friends he didn't get the hint nine months into my mission he visited my hometown and met my family i had to email him again and say we weren't dating anymore and we weren't going to when i got back he didn't respond just deleted me off all social media platforms eek (laughs) still thinking about it makes me feel like such a jerk no no you're not a jerk he did not understand when you broke up with him who goes to someone's hometown to meet their family when they're not even there that is so odd (laughs) that is so odd okay i needed this is that's stressing me out you guys i'm a little bit stressed out with that one okay next she says We weren't officially dating, but just talking for a few months. I invited him over to walk around the neighborhood and hang out at the house. So as he's getting out of his car, we're walking towards each other. And I knew I wanted to end things because I didn't want to be his girlfriend because ew. (laughs) And as we meet, I hug him and I feel a crunch. I back up and he whips out some flowers and starts reading a poem he wrote for me. At the time, my favorite song was The Seven Things I Hate About You by Miley Cyrus. Classic. Well, he changed the words to seven things I love about Sarah. He made it rhyme and everything. At the end, he said, so with that being said, will you be my girlfriend? And I just stared at him with my mouth open. I was frozen and did not move. He asked, so does that mean yes? And I said, uh, I'm so sorry. I was actually coming to tell you we should stay friends. 
I could see his heart sink and he says, you can still have the flowers. Then we awkwardly walk around my neighborhood for like 20 minutes as I'm holding these flowers. And we still go back to my house and end up playing sequence for like an hour. Then he left and we never hung out again. Okay. First of all, if anyone asked me to play sequence, I would break up with them. Second of all, the the poem and the flowers, you guys, that is so sad. <laughs> but the playing sequence and the walk at the end is like the kicker. It's like, okay, you ended it, but let's hang out an additional like hour and a half. That sounds good. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Okay, next she says, a guy I was casually dating in college was getting too clingy and talking about marriage like a month into casual dating. So I broke up with him. And the next day, he showed up at my door with a plate of box brownies, and he was crying. I had to shut the door on him because he wouldn't leave, and then he started screaming my name. It was awful. Uh, That sounds awful. It's so uncomfortable, too, because first of all, there's this guy outside your door crying, and you're like, oh, please don't draw attention to me. Then he starts screaming your name. (laughs) Like, everyone's like, oh, they all know it's about you. Okay, next she says, the guy... (laughs) This one makes me laugh. It's a sentence and it makes me laugh. She says, the guy gave me a Garmin. I think it's Garmin GPS when those were a thing still. And then he broke up with me. The fact that it's so vague is so good. He's like, hey, babe, I want you to be able to be safe and find your way around. But don't find your way back to me because we're done. Like, what are the circumstances that you give someone a GPS? Uh, she says, I dated this guy for five years. I was completely willing to do anything to keep him. While he, on the other hand, was cheating at college. When we broke up, he cried and said he didn't know what he was doing, but thought we would find each other again. I would have bent myself so many different ways to have him choose me. That has haunted me to this day. Four years later, both married and with kids, I'm still healing. Oh, this one hurts my heart. Oh, this, oh, if that doesn't take you back to like that toxic relationship. I don't know what does, especially when you're so willing to make it work. That's not a great sign when the other person's not on board. It's sad, though. That that makes me sad. I just want to give this person a hug, but I'm glad, you know, people have moved on. It's, it's good. Okay, this is the last one. <laughs> the last story. Okay, here we go. She says, he encouraged me to take on a second part-time job to make enough money to move out of my parents' home and to an apartment closer to him. He then broke up with me because we didn't have time to hang out due to me taking on a second job. The day after he broke up with me, he came to my work to tell me God told him if we broke up, we would never get back together. I gave him a thumbs up and went back to work. Thankfully, I never saw him again. <laughs> Guys, he's, <laughs> he's like, okay, babe, babe, move out of your place to an apartment right next to mine. And take on this job. But I'm going to dump you because you're taking on another job. And because you never see me. Why won't you make time for me anymore? That's rough. Oh, sweet goodness. Thank you again for everyone that submitted. I mean, I was entertained reading these. I hope you guys were as well. Um, That concludes I think the first episode so my favorite thing when listening to a podcast is humor and like I don't want to hear serious things so much I'm a stay-at-home mom and I clean 
I am a glorified dishwasher. So when I am washing those dishes, I need something to listen to. And humor is what gets me through the day, especially these stories. So these, this is what I want to center like my podcast around, just entertaining stories that'll make you laugh, especially like middle of the week. You just need to get to the weekend, get to the weekend. That's my job here. We're just going to get through the week. We're going to survive. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. If you have enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, hit follow, share on your social media and tag my Instagram, which is she's kind of funny podcast. If you share it, I will always reshare. Thank you guys. Bye.